So this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Uh, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Oh, I think I felt the antibiotics kick in a bit there mid, mid-announcement. I'm all right. I'm all right, everyone. Um, well, do you want to say what it is now? Oh, yeah, I, I had a tooth no, out yesterday, it. so I'm just... Keep uh, it vague. Oh, no, I don't don't, no, when it comes to antibiotics, I, I believe don't keep it vague because people can assume other things. Oh, no, no. People get I, judgy. <laughs> I, I, it's a, a, a fight against dental infection, I believe, but oh, I, yeah. all, all seems good at the moment. How many well teeth done. have you got, Frank? You revealed earlier. I revealed that 11... I have 11 uh, missing, 11 removed teeth. Right. And, uh, so I think that means I think you get thirty-two. So I think I've got like 20, an old pug or something. I've got twenty-one teeth, like an old pug. Um, exactly. <laughs> Touch for the very first time. Wouldn't have been such a big hit, would he? Like an old pug. Would in my house. Maybe she sings that version now. <laughs> I think she looks great. Am I the only person left who thinks Madonna looks great now? Anyway, text in to start the show. No, yeah, we shouldn't do that. Oh, listen, I've got to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Now, this begins with a little walk down memory lane. Mm. When I first started doing comedy back in the 80s, Mm. um, I used to do regular gigs in Tipton um, in the West Midlands. Tipton Mm. was a place famous for um, rag and bone men, a great population of rag and bone men. Not as in, I'm only human, but as in, any old man! Sounds fairly similar. And people used to, the, the, the thing that people used to say is that a horse in the front garden used to be the regular uh, motif of the Tiptonian. Anyway, I spent a lot of time in Tipton at a pub called Mad O'Rourke's Pie Factory. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is going somewhere crucial. It was a pub. It was a pub, yeah, but they, they made them. Um, name. Yeah. <laughs> It was. Pick but, a lane. Uh, Pick they, a lane. They, had, they used to sell these massive pies with, like, horns on the top made of pastry called Desperate Damn Pies, which were oh, massive, brilliant. massive. They oh, they were great. great. Oh, they were great. They Trust sound me. great. So, anyway, I spent a lot of time in Tipton um, to the point where the only thing now I can be really weakened by if I'm captured by my enemies is Tiptonite. which is rock from the Tipton area (laughs) so anyway I hadn't heard from uh, the the pub I'm talking about like 1988 Um, Mm -hmm. anyway I got a, a message from the pub saying can we send you some pies and I said well is the Pope Argentine I said so um so they sent me nine pies in a box um, like, you know, steak pie, there was a vegetarian pie, mm-hmm. chicken and... Mo- fab- and they, and they are fabulous. The pastry is... <laughs> anyway, so lovely, I ate the pies. Great. And obviously they're on a thing of trying to publicise by sending, you know, sending pies. So Celebrity talk, pies. Like I might talk about them on the radio. To be mm-hmm. honest, Adam, last week, I, I forgot to talk about them on the radio, but oh. what made me think about it is this week I had another... Um, box of pies arrive. Oh. It had my address on, obviously, because it arrived at my house, but the name on it was Lenny Henry. 
<laughs> so I think they've obviously thought they've written to Lenny Henry. Can we send you some pies? Yes, please. And um, please don't say you ate Lenny Henry's pies. Well, they won't keep. You see. <laughs> But then I saw him on um, I saw him on Comic Relief last night. He looked very thin. Oh. I felt guilt. <laughs> I felt I, that's because I've had his pies. The poor, mm-hmm. the poor thing. But yes, so I'm talking into um, Lenny Henry's pies. So Lenny Henry's thinking, Madame Rock let me down. Where's my pies? I was oh, probably right. <laughs> I think they'll last me just about until Adrian Childs's uh, pies arrive. <laughs> <laughs> The pie factory also does a fantastic mixed grill served on a shovel. On a shovel, lovely. Chris in Wednesbury? Wensbury. Wensbury. Yeah. Wensbury was where West Bromwich Albion bought their first football in the days when they were West Bromwich strollers. I wish they'd kept that name. (laughs) Adorable. Very happy times. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, me and Eddie Izzard was... um, doing gigs in Sweden mm. again in the 80s mm. and we went to a restaurant and uh, it said steak on a plank and we were <laughs> laughing about obviously it was a, it meant something else in <laughs> Swedish and all that but it was laughing about it the way people used to laugh at you know mm. foreign words and stuff in the old days and then when it turned up, it was a uh, steak on a plank. It was actually on a plank of wood. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> Absolutely correct. Yeah, it's all right. Very nice, thank you. I'd, I'd fear splinters. Yeah, well, that was always a danger. Mm. Do you mean the rat from uh, Teenage, Teenage Mutant? Mutant? Yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> actually, didn't it get changed to Hero Turtles because ninjas were uh, considered too violent? Oh, sorry that about right? that, Al. I I used to, that was a bad so. day in your house. I used to do a stand-up bad routine day. about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In Did which, you? Uh, well, he was he had one ear... The mm. rat, Splinter, and he was the only one who wasn't named after a famous artist. <laughs> that felt like a, a trick had been missed. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, I did, um, I did a quiz this week. School, oh, yeah. school quiz. Oh. Um, with a, a team of other parents, some of which I knew, some of which I didn't, and we damn well won it. It was great. And what was the nature of the quiz? A general sort of general knowledge? Well, I'll give you a little. My, I think my great. You know, when you go, when you do well in a quiz, you go home and lie in bed and just. What I do, I think about my best moments, and then I, I honestly do this. I'm not saying this for comic effect. I imagine getting some of the questions that no one else got. <laughs> so do, I've done that. Frank. I fantasise about it. <laughs> I mean, it's the I'm, most pathetic thing. I'm going to guess that a lot of the other parents were taking it less seriously than this. Well, no, they might have been pretending to take you, but I, <laughs> my great, my my best moment, I'm going to be straight with you, was name a year in which both Sir Isaac Newton and Galileo Galilei were alive. Wow. So I was pretty pleased with that. And I worked it out via Milton's Paradise Lost. I mean, out loud, out loud to the... It was like, oh, it's like watching someone throw a pot. It was fantastic. <laughs> you got it to wow. the exact year. That's fabulous. I, no, I didn't. You were allowed six oh, years either way. Oh, you were allowed way. six. Okay. Um, can you, can you don't do spoil that? it by questioning so me. I can hear it because I've no idea. Like, I would guess... Something stupid like 1984, which is wrong. Well, in in paradise, in paradise lost, 
um, Milton talks about meeting Galileo. And right. Milton was part of the English rebels that fought to get Cromwell. Absolute um, radio. Right. The thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. That, that's going to put it in the 1640s because the restoration of the monarchy 1660 you've got to come back about 18 years from there anyway look it was it was lovely I like that but you see I, I, have you done that Frank with I'm a celebrity I've got to, I mean I know you've actually been on not I'm a celebrity what's the other one millionaire I know you've actually been on it but I do sometimes fantasise about getting the million pound question well, and my tone and I'll say well, the good news is, you know, I have a whole spiel for it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The, um, the way... Because me and Dave won 250,000, <gasps> uh, and then we didn't know the 500,000 question. It was, um, what, is, what flower is the national symbol of Japan? Chrysanthemum. Yeah, oh, yeah. we didn't know that. Oh. But I have fantasised knowing it several times. <laughs> anyway, here's a the, here's the question for you. Go if the person on your left says, thank you, I won't ask you to do that again, please continue, <laughs> what have you just done? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Framing Witches has got in touch. Oh, yeah. Just got in from a run and turned the wireless on. I mean, already I'm loving Framing Witches. Mm-hmm. And... Frank is talking about Milton's Paradise Lost again. Oh, sorry, guys. All is right with the world on on this glorious, sunny Saturday morning. Lovely. Oh, see? We're sort of seeing it as a um, Saturday morning radio show and podcast, poetry podcast (laughs) crossover, aren't we? Well, it was a... Crossover. Yeah. There was a purpose to it, though, Mm. I was... was, Also, we don't normally read praise, but I read that because I I would say it is more in praise of uh, Milton... It's a He doesn't get enough on commercial radio. I always no. think that. Terrible PR, Milton. <laughs> um, Milton. You asked a question. You asked a question. What was it? Oh, yes. If the person on your left says, thank you, I won't ask you to do that again, please carry on. What have you just done? Okay. And uh, I think we've got an answer from one of our readers. We have. Marcus Watkin says... An emergency stop during a driving test. Yes, that's what they say after emergency stop. I saw, did I tell you, I saw an advert in the paper, a half-page advert for learning to be a driving instructor. Oh, and they had what quotes. Year was it 1974? They had quotes. It's been a while back, <laughs> but even so, they had quotes from uh, people who have changed their life learning to be a driving instructor. And one bloke said, well, I took this course, blah, 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 and I've never looked back. And I thought, well, that's a <laughs> terrible... Confession for a driving instructor. They have mirrors, I think. Yeah. They're still looking back, though, isn't yeah, it? He right. suggests he just pulls out nubs for the best. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we won the quiz, and the prize was a packet of seeds each. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. And they were wildflower seeds. Right. Oh. So you can grow wildflowers in your garden. Apparently, bees are a bit partial. Okay. No, that's what you want, isn't it? I mean, it's not what I would have expected. Did you get a seat, a packet each, or did you have? No, to... no, we got a packet each. We didn't have to. We didn't have to like pick them out and you know take them home <laughs> in a in a tissue. That would have been awful. Hmm. No, it was. Uh, it wasn't the winning office. Oh, it, well, you know, it was the winning. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I am. Um, I had a strange thing the other day when my son went to bed. My wife and I ended up instead of watching something on um, television. Or uh, or Netflix or whatever, 
for some reason we ended up having an impromptu quiz where I would I, <laughs> I would lovely. ask I would say uh, the name of a country and she would have to guess the population. I mean, wow. really good fun. Ooh, that's I don't know great. how it happened, but it was... Uh, See, that's one was... of the expressions of love that you don't often hear used. Two people who can just sit and do that. Yeah, she was terrible at it, I must oh, say. Well, She's... now you've spoiled it a little bit. Yeah. Clever woman, but oh my goodness, no, really I... bad at her... guessing the populations of countries. Did you give her within a sort of, you know, a million? Or... No, she or had the... to get it exactly right. <laughs> That's the Alan Cochran quiz. <laughs> that was the difficulty. Yeah, exactly. Know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Al was there with the with births and deaths app. <laughs> it was the, the figures were changing as it as it went. Oh, I'll tell you one oh, of the questions. The... There was a question. It was a um, 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 this is my last question. I'm going to describe. It was the the world, a map of the world, and some countries were covered, uh, coloured red, some blue, some green, and some mm-hmm. black. And you had to say what it signified. Oh. And it was really, everyone was a real brain teaser. And it was, um, I'm going to tell you, uh, colours of passports in those countries. Oh, oh, I mean, good. very clever. Try that on the missus. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it was, uh, anyway, that's enough, that's enough quiz. Try honestly. that on the missus. It's well, all kind of a bit pie on I'm the trying, plank. Remember, I'm, try, I'm, trying to, uh, I'm trying to get north and without. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tip tonight. Frank Skinner. Ultra Magnus says, if I'd have won a quiz only to find out that the prize was a packet of seeds, I'd have kicked off. Mm. Not violently, just pass ag. Um, You're a better man than me, Frank. Yeah, well, it was. Um, I think it was a charity-based thing as well. Mm. So, you Ooh. know. Fair enough. To me, the, the victory is everything. That, that's I'm going to text in. I'm, I'm going to read it to you. I won't give you any spoilers. Uh, 142, morning Frank and the team. I was on one of the teams that got the passport question right. Oh, and well, yes, some... oh, wow. I was replaying that one all night. Well done on your winning. <gasps> hey. Well done on your winning. Oh, dear. What if they'd said you didn't win it? It's an absolute lie and I'd made it all up. I'd claim to have won it. Oh. Verification. I didn't think Quite anyone got the passport. There, 142. That, yeah, that's brilliant there. Well done. Well done, you. Mm. Oh, I like... 142 would be a lovely friend for you, Frank. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, well, you never know. Do yeah. you? As you know, I'm not great on the friends. Thing. No, but it would be nice because you could keep the correspondence virtual. Um, yeah, there is that. Better that way. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the Tracy brothers in uh, <laughs> Thunderbirds? Oh, that was Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, listen... Um, when I had my tooth out, I was thinking... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before. You know, we used to have Whatever Happened To on this mm. uh, show. Oh, yeah. I it sort of went... Whatever Happened To... Neuralgia. What oh. happened to that? Do you remember it? Uh-huh. it? used to be like a sort of an ache in the whole side mm. of your face. Mm-hmm. And it was right up there with toothache as, you know, one of the common domestic ailments. Yeah. I don't think I've heard... It was like Blur versus Oasis, toothache <laughs> and neuralgia. Yeah. And um, I think it's 
gone, hasn't he? Has it? Who's the last person who said... Even earache. I haven't heard anyone say I've got earache for. Well, I think unless now I've been it's... talking for them to them about Milton's Paradise Lost. Oh, it's Kath. Um, she gets earache a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's usually it's always an infection. I've got an ear infection. Oh uh, yeah. Know. It used to just be ache. Tummy ache. Yeah, uh, I've got a well belly ache. Well, yeah. <laughs> No, but you don't get tummy ache now. But neuralgia, it took the best of toothache and earache and combined it into one uh, double whammy. (laughs) Greatest hit. Yeah. It was the original yeah. crossover hit. Yeah, it really it was. was. Yeah, it really... Brought together the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, they had good solo careers, but when they were together. Hmm. Yeah, the feuds. I mean, the feuds were terrible. I know, but yeah. um, Neuralgia managed to unite <laughs> those two in a peaceable uh, thing. Yeah. I wonder, wonder what's Neuralgia's equivalent of Bridge Over Troubled Water. What was its best <laughs> moment? Perhaps the Queen had it or something like that. Frank Neu- was telling me he had some lovely music played out during his dental procedure. Didn't yeah. you? Well, I had like... Um, you know that sort of shark song? Uh, no, it's whale song. I don't shark think sharks song. sharks don't sing to that. Oh, don't they go? That whale song sort of non-music stuff that you get when you're being uh, massaged. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is you think I don't I don't mind if I don't survive this if this is what the world is like. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Anne McNeil, Mm. according to the NHS website, neuralgia still going strong. Oh. Well, can I say not just according to the NHS website, (laughs) according to several people that have texted us who've who've got neuralgia. Uh, It's temporary, though, isn't it? Par example, 162. Hi, Frank and the team. I've got trigeminal neuralgia. It's dreadful and definitely still a thing. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. It's very much the modern world. They've had to put some big word on the front of it. Neuralgia isn't good enough for them. (laughs) (laughs) 096, re-neuralgia, dear all. I love dear all. Yeah. Trigeminal, another trigeminal, neuralgia, a.k.a. faceache, is alive and well in our house. Oh, Well, look, I'm not... I wasn't making light of it. I'm sorry if anyone's uh, suffering. I mean, we don't actually know that they've got the medical one. They could just mean that they're parents of teenagers and faceache is like a nickname for a sort of sulking... Well, at least it's it's the cleaner version of the aches. (laughs) (laughs) Of the popular aches. Exactly. (laughs) But I know what you mean. It's not something you regularly hear people saying it used to be very much a thing Always. oh my neuralgia I've got a bit of neuralgia yeah. yeah and people I tell you what we used to do is we'd put um, a towel like a tea towel around a hot water bottle and hold it at the side of our head like it was a massive wobbly mobile phone <laughs> before mobile phones we didn't even mm. know we were um, um, it's like no one ever told Shakespeare he had a head like a light bulb <laughs> um <laughs> So we'd do that, and the heat was supposed to cure it. So try that on your trimurals, whatever it's called. Trigeminal. You might need three. You might need three hot water bottles for the try. (laughs) Okay. Trigeminal. Wow, Mm. what does that even mean? People still use hot water bottles. 
Um, only for neuralgia. <laughs> Um, Is this show? Can, can it just be written to people still? Yeah. Say, <laughs> so, you know, we all need someone to talk about. I, <laughs> I was, I was actually, you know, this thing on The Only Way Is Essex is that they used to give... It was not scripted as such, but they'd give them bullet points of things to talk about in this scene. <laughs> and I thought that so many people would benefit if that was a government thing, that you could get mm. a, an email every day with a few bullet points of things to talk about. I yeah. think people are... That's so help. You wouldn't get all those silences on the bus and stuff. People would get their bullet sheet. Thing out on the phone, yes, and say, well, "What about the Bermuda Triangle? That was a mystery, <laughs> if ever there was one." <laughs> I love it on script. I believe it is it called scripted reality, when um, which seems like I- I'm not sure you can quite get away with that. I think my reality is relatively <laughs> scripted, but mm-hmm. I like it when they attempt to make it sound spontaneous. They'll be sitting in a restaurant and saying. So, have you been speaking to Rick recently? Yeah, that was like um, when you got interviewed by Des O'Connor. Des and what O'Connor. he was basically doing was setting you up for gags. And he'd say, so have you had any problems with neighbours using power tools? Just lately. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Des, Des, can we just be a bit, a bit vague? Huh? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what people used to have, and I'll tell you what, I'd love to hear if anyone has got one of these, mm. accidentally or deliberately, a conversation piece in their house oh. people used to come in and say oh that's a and they, they would start the conversation off for the night yeah. I used to have um, a framed Frank Sinatra gig ticket because mm. I'd seen Frank yeah. Sinatra at the Albert Hall and people would come in and say oh they look at you first of all like you must be older than they thought mm. and then uh, and then it, it sets you off straight away and I, d- I don't know if people still um, have them, but if if anyone, any and one of our readers has got in their house what they might call a conversation piece, I'd love to know <laughs> what it is. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. Go on. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. At used to be just a, such a minor word when I was <laughs> growing up. It hardly got noticed and now it's become central to our <laughs> communication systems. Well done, you. <laughs> Frank, you yeah, were talking. <laughs> Sorry, go on. You were talking about great conversation pieces. Mm-hmm. Kim, Kim, I have a great conversation piece, especially for new friends. A husband who is twenty-three years younger than me. Oh, yes, I meant conversation that happens while they're round there, not while they're in the car <laughs> on the way home. Yeah, yeah. So much. <laughs> Uh, but that's a very good one, I must say. Yeah. Fabulous. Kim says um, it's we... a surefire way to get the conversation started. I can imagine. Mm. Well, some people, I've seen a trophy case used before as a conversation piece. <laughs> actual trophy husband. Why not? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Um, You also offered some uh, neuralgia advice a few moments ago. Mm. Uh, You said, Frank, uh, you said... um, Hot water bottle. Yes, and Mm. uh, 162 has replied, Frank is right, I do try the hot water bottle on my face. It does dull the pain (laughs) for a short while, 
and then they add, and I think this is useful information because we did wonder about what trigeminal was. Yes. Um, it says uh, trigeminal is the nerve that runs across the face. It has three branches. Oh, that um, makes complete sense. Good info. Okay. And Emily Dean asked if anybody still uses hot water bottles. I've got a bit of a confession. I still use them uh, of an evening. And on a Saturday morning when I do this show, I get up and I make myself a cup of coffee... And with the water that's left in the kettle, <laughs> I then put it into a hot water bottle and bring it down to my cellar with me. <laughs> Just uh, That's from our regular spot, Alan Cochran's Waste Not Want Not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll just pop it in the back of my hoodie and I'll have it on, like, my shoulder. Why? The back of your hoodie, that's... It's very cozy. Oh, I, I, can feel the, I can feel the tightening of the zip against my Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> Why Channel 5 not commissioned Alan Cochran's waste? <laughs> Look, it's, still, it's just a matter of time. I think it would be great. Uh, co-hosted by Frugal Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's uh, I've never heard of the hot water bottle in the hood before. I've never put anything in I remember on no, the not, boss... It's not, it's not quite in my hood. It's in the back of my hoodie, just like sort of leaning against my left oh, shoulder. Oh, I see. I, I a bit achy. Oh, do I you use the, the hoodie as a sort of rucksack? I remember yeah. sometimes on the bus, if you uh, if you were wearing a coat with a hood on, sometimes when you got home there was like waste paper and wrappers in oh, it yeah, put in yeah. by mischievous schoolboys <laughs> who were sitting behind you. <laughs> Best thing you've found in your hood... Post bus <laughs> journey. Lots <laughs> well, of public transport generally. Eight twelve fifteen. Other conversation starters. We have. I. I mean, I, I'm in two minds. I've got to be honest as to how um, tasteful. This is from Harvey Dent. <laughs> Sorry, Harvey Dent was Two Face in Batman. Carry on. Mobs has said uh, mother-in-law's ashes as an egg timer. How do we feel about that? Well, um, I think I like that. I like the sense of time as well about it, about mm. you know passing and things. Uh, Memento mori. Yeah, I like that. Lovely would use. Like it. I knew an, an old Irish guy who told me that he'd uh, met a lady at a dance. He was like sixty odd and, and took her home for a, a, an evening of love, and he said. <laughs> 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 Before oh, it wasn't. <laughs> Sounds more like lust to me, but whatever. Well, maybe. But she, he, she said he got up. At, she got up at one point, went to the other side of the room, and then came back again. And then later in the encounter, he said, "What did you? Where did you go when you got up?" She said, "Oh, I turned my husband's ashes." Uh, so that oh. the, the front was facing against the wall. Um, discretion. It's everything in, in modern life. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 102 has, uh, has texted us a brief anecdote uh, about um, Hold on, I'll get, I'll get settled. Uh, <laughs> my top neuralgia moment on a David Bellamy programme. <laughs> he drank a cold drink and winced his head and scrunched his eyes and blurted out, instant neuralgia! <laughs> in an extreme version of his own voice. <laughs> Lots of love, Steve. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, and when he, came, when he came back on after the break, you could just detect the handle of a water bottle in the beard. 
<laughs> just nestling. Now he was a man who's oft um, done an impression, off impressed. Oh, What's yeah. the word? Oh yeah, impersonated. Yeah. Well, he was in the top three. It was Bellamy, Prince Charles. I uh, I and, won a, a talent competition as a young person with you? um, stolen impressions of um, Frank Spencer, um, <laughs> David Bellamy, and uh, Tommy Cooper. I think. I think we're going to have to have a burst. They're the big three. <laughs> Come on. They're the big three, aren't they? Come on now. I can't even remember them now. I had jokes and everything. Oh, did you? Didn't just do the voice. <gasps> oh no, they would have all been lifted. Oh, Jimmy Cricket was the other, not Tommy Cooper. <laughs> Oh. I, uh, you know, I did one in a Birmingham nightclub, a John Wayne impression. Oh, I feel ill. And I sort of got up and said... Oh, uh, I don't think I can hear this. And it did sort of... Sick. Ow, ow. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Ow, can you... There'll be, Johnny Cash and Ian McMillan. <laughs> there'll be the day. Oh, and I did a bit of that, you know. Uh, get <laughs> off your horse. It was all right. And then a bloke got up. Was it? It was good. And a bloke got up, dropped his trousers and shouted, Birmingham City Kings of Europe. And um, Was that David he, came, he was second. He was honestly second in the competition. Oh, well, it's all different. Oh, I also, I won a Mick Jagger impersonating impression at... Um, Is the show just turning into yeah. you telling us when well, we're you waiting came for, We're waiting for you to tell us what impression competition you won. This was the Radio One Roadshow at Eastbourne. Wow. And I won an album called um, by Jigsaw called Sky High. That was my prize. Give me the seeds. <laughs> I was going to say. John Hopkins. Hop. Again, we're still on uh, conversation pieces. My nan inexplicably used to have a huge portrait of Danny DeVito in the hallway of her bungalow. <laughs> I think she wanted to bingo. She wanted what? I think she wanted to bingo. Oh, OK. That is... What's the chances of that? I'd love to know... Um, was he in a role? Was he like as the penguin or something? Or just it was just that's great. One of the best grandma um, conversation pieces I've ever heard of. As, as, you know when ran, when randomness becomes a thing of true beauty. That yeah. is what that is. Oh, I was going to introduce the show, and it's not that time. I'm, I've no, got, I've got. No. I'm eating a. I'm just eating a Bircher muesli that uh, oh. I, the a, the AP just got. Mm. Actually, Bert, I knew a bloke called Bircher muesli in the S and M community. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely uh, chap. We've got, we've got various tempers running today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to move on. No, yeah. Uh, Three, four, eight. Sorry, I was just trying to remember the safe word. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we, we ended up with an impromptu text in about uh, what's been in your hoodie. I didn't I think sometimes... anyone would answer that, I must say. I mean, that was a sort of a rhetorical texting. Well, That's brilliant that people have replied. Um, somewhat lit up the switchboard, as I like to say. Um, I'll start with the cutest of them, um, and then we'll get to some of the more... Uh, 
you know, mischievous ones. Mm. Uh, 348 has texted, while working from home during lockdown, we got a new kitten called Sydney. Aww. I used to wear my hoodie backwards and have Sydney in the hood while I was working. Oh, imagine the dander rising up into your face from a cat that close. Yeah. You see, my yeah, reaction was, ah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really a cat person. Yeah. In fact, know. I'm allergic. To me, that would be a form of torture if someone tied me in a room with a reversed hoodie with a kitten in the front. I'll tell you what, though, you've got to make an exception for David Baddiel's cats. David Baddiel has got fabulous cats. They still make me um, cry and give me a sore throat. Yeah, right. But, you know... So but does so does he. So, so does a lot of relationships for <laughs> yeah, me. That is true. Anyway, um, yes. Would you like to hear this contribution to conversation pieces from Habitual Line Stepper? Um, yes. He sounds a nice friend for you, Frank. Okay. A photo, this is his conversation piece, a photo of my father in full Papua New Guinean tribal wear with the two brides he was gifted by the village elder. That's, uh, I'll leave that with you. That's, uh, and I'm trying to picture what that would be like. If you want to send us a photo of that, <laughs> yeah. It's. Do you think it's in a in a village in situ, or do you think it's with one of those local photographer smoky <laughs> backgrounds you used to get on <laughs> on all working class photos? I find my bigamist grandfather is quite a good conversation piece. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's yeah. not. He's not at your house, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have him stuffed. <laughs> If I had the Tipton Slashers monkey in my house, I feel... I don't know about mm. conversation so much as um, uh, screaming in hysteria. I, mm. um, I, a man came um, to um, mind our dog this mm. week because we, um, we were out. Mm. And he's a very nice chap. And... Um, I went to the do- cat. Said um, you got to go and show him the monkey. Wants he listens to the show. Wants to see the monkey. And I said, no, I don't. I don't want to show people the monkey in case they don't like it. And she said, no, he's he's like it. He's a, he's a lovely well, chap. You didn't show me that same respect. Yeah. So I, so uh, I said, I don't want to show. She said, no, come on, please. I promised him. So I went to the door. I said, look, this is against. I've been told I've got to do this, and I've never heard him swear before. <laughs> And then when I showed him uh, the monkey, he did some quite uh, class A swearing. And uh, and I said, well, it I wasn't my idea. Uh, um, my partner forced me into it. Okay, like obviously the, the monkey wasn't my idea. Um, yeah. Who do you think I am? Charles Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on conversation pieces. I'm not letting this go. That's okay. David Robinson. Yes. We have a chair that was made for Beyonce Knowles. Great use of Knowles there. Wow. Yeah, I love... (laughs) Not enough people... um... Uh, use the surname on Beyonce. I think Madonna Ciccione. Beyonce Knowles. She never used it in the end, but we call it the Beyonce chair. There's a bigger story to this, isn't there? Is he a chair manufacturer who um, had How an order? How do you envisage that happening, Frank? I like... Uh, I think you might be able Maybe to... Maybe it was got especially for a, at some event and then she didn't yeah. like the, the look of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Who knows? I imagine she's uh, a, a woman who of strong opinions. Oh, you think she didn't like the chair? No, yeah, just not her kind of chair. Brendan Eyre, a signed picture of Anne Widdicombe. That's, that's cool. Uh, that's challenging, isn't it? That's been put up solely for that. I've got a signed picture of Danny LaRue, actually. I wonder if I should get that out of the uh, mothballs. Well, I've got a signed picture from Frank Bruno saying, To Emma, lots of love, F. Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Someone was telling me uh, this week that um, Frank Lampard, uh, I don't know, had somehow announced his support for the Conservative Party. And now, now that he's the Everton manager, the Liverpool fans refer to him as Frankie de Tory. <laughs> <laughs> well done, guys. That's oh, top stuff. I love a toffee. Yeah, that sort of uh, terrorist comedy, it's a bit less common than you might think. Mm. Mainly it's abuse, but occasionally you get a, a clever one. Oh, That's yeah. a good thing. Oh, yeah. Um, we've also had a, a Hood anecdote. Oh, I love um, that. Not an anecdote from the hood, like no. the, the uh, uh, 002, uh, someone whose phone number ends 002. Morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Probably only Frank will remember this, but on the hood of the Parker jacket in the 70s was a strap and buckle. Remember. Um, I remember that, actually. Uh, on the bus, if you distracted I the don't. kid wearing such a jacket... You could undo the strap and buckle and then tie it around one of the vertical handholds <laughs> on the bus. So when said kid tried to leave the bus, he was hilariously stuck. I saw I, that. It was like a I sort would. of handcuff. I saw it yeah. done with a girl's hair on the uh, on the 120 <laughs> bus. Wow. And she got up and went, ow! And then couldn't reach back and uh, she untie it. She made that reaction. <laughs> yeah. For any, for any young people, bullying used to take place offline in a sort of more in-the-flesh version like these stories. Yeah, I think, I think this was not... I think this was um, friends of hers. It was, yeah. it was prank, prank level. Uh, can I just uh, quickly... You couldn't do it now with extensions. That could go very wrong, couldn't it? <laughs> Oh, no, that just rip them out. Frank, John Moran, this is conversation piece, a dartboard with an 80s picture of Jimmy Tarbuck and Scylla Black. The gap in Tarbuck's teeth is placed strategically over the bull. Great oh. talking point yeah. and a great stress reliever. Seems a, a bit unkind to two of our great all-round entertainers. That's what that. I would have said. Indeed. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> I would like to talk to you guys about a subject that uh, is quite close to my heart and um, angers me, and that's potholes in the road. You know potholes? Oh, yeah. We when all you know. drive over them and it makes you jolt. Not just any. Uh, some in the south of England this week were filled in by none other than Sir Rod Stewart. <laughs> oh, I love Sir Roderick. <laughs> I didn't uh, even know he was a Sir Rod, but um, but how great is that? He, he I think he's himself. been knighted for this for this incident. <laughs> well, he's done. Yeah, he they've be. rushed they've rushed one through. He should him. be <laughs> fast, fast track. Fast track due to pothole. <laughs> like when Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize the day after getting the job. <laughs> well, I I don't near enough the day after. I um, any pedants are I didn't know you could do 
um, sort of vigilante road you repairs. You, you can't. can't. You can't. And he out. will get told off for it. He will, definitely. But, Not Rod. Um, not so Rodri. Well, he, I mean, he probably put a video out, didn't he? Yeah. I have to say, in Rod's defence, should I be called as a character witness? <laughs> I hope you are. They, I mean, there's, there's potholes and there's potholes. That road was an absolute disgrace. It was, oh man, it was just... Speaking truth to power on absolute... Yeah, it was almost <laughs> just potholes, that road. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in case yeah. you don't know, Rod got some of his friends... And um, they they got gravel. I think some of the gravel he uses for gargling. <laughs> <laughs> they they took a, a they took it out there and they did. I mean, if you haven't seen it, please do. Who knew that Rod Stewart, Sir Rod Stewart, had a high vis jacket? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and also, can you go out and buy a men at work? sign because he had a proper men at work you know the <laughs> he, the didn't, old, he old... didn't just have that he had so much equipment i saw a cone yeah. i saw I a cone i don't want to um uh wealth shame you frank but i think with rod stewart's money you can buy anything i think he's different league and i think do, you know do you think he arrived <laughs> arrived on one of those trucks with an arrow on the back <laughs> telling you you gotta go to the left i'd love if he's got one of those <laughs> like a <laughs> I see he was reversing. But I, I have to say, I mean, I love Rod anyway. Always love Rod, always will. I think the train set really won me over. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I thought that was great. I mean, actually, I associate him with all the transport. I associate him with mini <laughs> train sets, sailing, and now with uh, road repairs. <laughs> I wonder if he wears the high vis when he's operating the railway. <laughs> you feel he ought. I hope he wears it on stage. I'd be up for that. Oh, of course, he's he's one of your lot, Ali's colourblind, isn't he, Rod? Is he? Because part Is of he? the railway thing was someone went to Rod's <laughs> house, and the, the grass was red on his um, oh. on his railway thing. Oh, we shouldn't laugh. I mean, it's. Uh, it's a disability what of sort, I like, sorts. I looked at his uh, Instagram page and he posted this video. And what I like is, firstly, he puts on a slightly sort of Cockney accent, which I like, a bit more Cockney than usual. He says, well, I haven't bothered to do this, so we're going to have to do it. Went a bit Dell boy. Yeah, it was I, a bit. Why not, Rod? Why not? But I like that... Have you noticed on Rod's uh, Insta bio, he has a brilliant thing written on it. He says, uh, wake up, Maggie. I think I've got something to Instagram. <laughs> Very fine. Like Discuss. That. Very fine. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Daily Mirror's headline was Rod gets his ash felt. Oh, come on. Actually, it wasn't. That was, that was mine. Oh, God. <laughs> trying to blame it on someone else in case the teacher didn't like it. <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is uh, Frank Skinner, Man of a Thousand Voices on uh, Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean. Voices. Well, okay, with Emily (laughs) Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Frank, I know we're not allowed to read out praise, however. I have to say, there's something we received which has given me all the feels. 
because it's I'm from... I'm not totally sure what that means, but I'm... OK, well, stay with me. OK. It's from our dear friend, your dear friend, David Baddiel, and mine. Oh, yes. And I love this. He quoted you. Rod Stewart got some of his friends and some gravel, the same gravel I think he uses for gargling. And he said, Frank, just now on Rod's vigilante pothole fixing, making me laugh out loud. And I just love that. That is nice, isn't it? Love Lol. It. I made him lol. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you because it warmed my heart. Well, perhaps I should share this back. I talk, but um, Dave used to host uh, a school quiz in Camden, and I spoke to someone the other night who'd, who'd been to it this year's. Mm. And uh, Dave doesn't do it anymore. And he said, someone on the table said to him, "It's all right, but." It's not like when David Baddiel used to do it. He was great. Oh, so I meant gosh. to tell him that, but I thought I'll tell him on air. So now. he's praised you on the national radio. You've praised the quiz. Well, I'm, I've, I've shared, <laughs> yes. But it's every, every, every gig is a big gig. This is true. Well, yeah. as I say, I'm all over it, this bromance. Um, mm-hmm. we're discuss- we are discussing Rod Stewart. We've just been going yeah. through off air... Um, Rod's, <laughs> Rod's various partners over the years, because Rod was one of oh, the, uh, one of the pioneers of uh, I think what the Daily Mail called carbon mating, right? Which, which is like it's a pun on carbon copies, and it's when you go out with a string of people who all look the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I went out with. Um, a, a succession of... Oh, a, this a, could be awkward. OK, maybe I won't tell that no, story. No, no, go on, please do. Well, uh, they all had um, short, blonde, oh. uh, like peroxide blonde hair. But I'd, some mm. of them, I'm realising now, didn't start with it. I talked them into it. This is all going a bit like Alfred Hitchcock's vertigo. Mm. <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> anyway, I always thought that um, Rod went out with women that looked the same because he just couldn't be bothered to change his girlfriend avatar on his Wii. <laughs> <laughs> but Practical. What I, what I think it's part of with Rod, uh, if you don't mind me being so bold, mm. is that he does like to deliver on the rock star lifestyle. Mm. Mm. He has the Rolls Royce, or Bentley, or whatever it is. But one of the things he said about this, about the potholes, was that an ambulance had had burst a tyre on this road. He said, and I I can't get my Ferrari down there at all. (laughs) And he did seem to treat both complaints with equal (laughs) weight, didn't he? He did, (laughs) He said, I mean, an ambulance tyre's burst, I can't get my Ferrari down there. It did did remind me of um, this... My favourite photograph of all time, which is Elvis at the scene of a road accident. <laughs> um, I can't even hear this. When he, he used to sit in Graceland with his mates listening to police radio, and if there was an incident, because he had a police badge from the local sheriff, Elvis would go out. And there's Elvis at night at the scene of a car crash in a full-length leather jacket and shades holding a massive torch. (laughs) It is, honestly, it's a work of art. I'd love to get, like, a a big... That'd be a conversation piece for your wall, wouldn't it? Elvis at the scene of a road accident. Oh, man. Thank you very much. Quick uh, stop off from Lee Wainwright for a conversation piece. He sent us a photograph of the biscuit barrel that he has that Del Boy kept his cigars in. 
Mm. No. It's not the actual one, is it? Mm, I believe so. Wow. So I don't know. Lee, could you clear this up, please? Thank you so much. Good bit of TV memorabilia there, Lee. No, I didn't even know that he had a biscuit tin he kept his cigars in. No. I saw a bar in, I think, Marbella, where they'd got uh, one of those three-wheeler cars. Like, they'd sort of fixed it up on high on the roof above the door. Oh, and it yeah. said something like Dell Boys or something like oh. that. Yeah, it wouldn't have lured me in. I've got to be straight. But you oh, never know. It's no, uh, it's no Lineker's very in Portobanus. No, very popular. And um, we were talking about Rod Stewart... Um, and he did some pothole fixing, didn't he? Mm. It's uh, it's quite an unusual story. It reminds me of that time when Bert Backrack was doing spot welding on local <laughs> lampposts. I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> and if anyone stopped to talk to him, he'd just say, walk on by. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Apparently. Um, this, uh, he said um, a quote from Rod, filling holes is good for the soul. All right, everyone. Yeah. Um, We've all had a drink. Yeah. I wish he'd stop saying that. It's been saying that for years. Okay, everyone. But... 10.16 on Absolute Radio, Frank. But if I'm correct, didn't Rod used to be a grave digger? Frank... I think that's the... um... I love that you know that, because I know a lot of information about him, because he's a Highgate boy, which is my manner. Oh, yeah. And... You're absolutely right. He was a grave digger in Highgate Cemetery. So he's been filling holes um, professionally for, you know, probably 50 years. Yeah. I think they dig the holes, though, the grave diggers. I think it's... Don't they fill them in after? I think the funeral If you want to know, I'll tell you all about it afterwards, okay? okay? (laughs) Do you... um, Penny Lancaster... In Penny Lancaster, there is a barber selling photographs. <laughs> Very I good, mean, Frank. Cause she, but she is Rod's uh, wife. Mm. It's not current. Mm. I think forever wife. They seem very happy. I am obsessed by her. I'd go oh, yeah. so far. Yes, I love that woman. Can I tell you why? She's become a police officer, Al. No. Yes. That's and her fun. husband's worth whatever it is, three hundred million. She's decided she does four a.m. night shifts as well. <laughs> Obsessed She's a by four a.m. girl. Yes. <laughs> wow. Isn't she's a special constable? I love this woman. And she's a proper, not yeah. like when the royals are in the army. It's a proper, no, a proper no. thing. <laughs> Wow. wow, how brilliant. Because they're all so tall, of course, Rod's carbon yeah. mates. So mm. um, she was time. probably uh, diverting traffic while he was doing the potholes. <laughs> yeah. She got any white gloves. <laughs> she was doing a reality show called Famous and Fighting Crime and she thought, I love this, I want to do this full time for a living. That's great. That is great. Obsessed. Love her. Are there any other celebrity special constables? Eight twelve fifteen. I'd love to know the answer to that. That is uh, that. It's so far, Norris, it's Penny Lancaster Norris, and Elvis are the yeah. only ones who've got involved in that side. Yeah, thing. well, look, Elvis took it very. Elvis had um, police badges for like states all over the, the USA and a special uh, drug. Um, well, we know about thing. that, Frank. No, Let's but not a focus ba- on he that. Had a, he had a badge, <laughs> like an anti-drug agency badge. Rather unfortunate. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I don't, play I don't. a song. It's very unfortunate. OK, OK, I'll play it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
I had um, I had a text from our former producer on the show. Oh, lovely Daisy. She's now upstairs. She's upstairs. I think she oversees. You make it sound like, are you being served? And she said, <laughs> uh, I heard um, uh, a nominative determinism thing the other day. You know, um, the idea that your name leads you into the job. And this yes. bloke is a professor. Yeah. Of language, oh, yeah. and he's called a Christian, or, or it could be, yeah, it could be a woman, I suppose. Christian linguist. I, I mean, mean, that's that, extraordinary. That, that, that I think that really, that's like finding out that Nick Ferrari had stolen <laughs> Rod Stewart's car. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some. We've had people sending us in um, celebrities who have worked in the police force. We've honestly got yeah. that. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Al, do you want to you, you kick well, off with...? I think the name that is coming up most yeah. frequently from various texters is um, Nigel Mansell was a special constable on the Isle of Man when he lived there. Was he really? Mm. Yeah. Because the Tash, that used to be a very police thing, the Tash. Yes. Very much. And so. 831 has said apparently, as he wasn't a regular, he wasn't qualified to drive the squad cars. Which You're seems joking. something of a waste. That, that does seem. Mm. But I suppose him pulling people over for speeding. Yeah. David Coulthard told me that he had a smart car that he drove. Did he? Can you believe that? Yes, I, I can from you. I can. It's very mm. sort of thing I did from you. Uh, we've also had uh, Re Danger 66. David Lee Roth used to work with the New York Ambulance Department, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I don't know if this is some joke that I've missed. Perhaps it is. I don't think so. Okay. Sounds good. We've also had 923. We're reaching a bit here, but that's okay. I'm happy to reach. On the subject of celebrities... Is this going to be Cannon and Ball played police officers in a film? No, it's the son of Alvin Stardust. (laughs) Oh, well. Right. He was the only man who could ever reach me. Oh. He was the son of Alvin Stardust. Oh, yes, he was. He says, we used to have a an SC, he calls it. I like SC. Special constable. Who used to come with our shift. He was the son of Alvin Stardust, who I believe was a DJ who went by the name of Adam F. Well, I uh, bumped into Jimmy Cricket's son, and oh, yeah. uh, he was training for the priesthood. I believe he? he became a priest, yeah. Did he? Good news. I um, I know his daughter a little. How do you? Yeah. Jimmy Cricket, that's it, wrote to me uh, about something and and began... Funny joke in it, hasn't it? Yeah, it began by saying, uh, it's been very cold just lately. I opened the wardrobe the other day and my jacket was wearing one of my overcuts. (laughs) 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 Fabulous. I love a a letter starting with the weather and then turning into a joke. I had that, Frank, with my letter from Arthur Miller. Oh, here we wow. go. I'm sorry, you, you got... had to top my Jimmy Cricket. You... <laughs> <laughs> See, we're from different worlds. He yeah. said, uh, dear, dearest Emily, dearest. Did he? It's Arthur very, Miller. It's very warm here in New York currently. Yeah, that's what happens when you marry <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Phew, I'm, I'm just loose. I'm holding my collar. I'm doing that thing when you hold your collar out and go, phew. <laughs> oh, you got a letter. Have you still got that letter? Yeah, got a Fantastic. Oh, is it a conversation piece? <laughs> Frank, <laughs> yeah. it's my conversation piece. That's wow. great work. Well, I might, I might get, um, <laughs> I might get cricket behind glass. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> We we have a uh, 
a section of the show where we discuss things that people have replied about things that we previously discussed. God, mm. I didn't follow that. I know what he means. <laughs> Now, sometimes stuff is so interesting on the show that we get letters in the week about it. I'm saying letters as if I was doing points of view. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, Hot off the press, last week you were discussing what people always carry with them. Um, You know, I think we had some funny news clippings that people had in their wallet for years and years. Um, And uh, Neil Smith has got uh, in touch. I carry the key card to the hotel room I spent my wedding night in 13 years ago. Lovely. Hotel is no longer there, but marriage still alive and well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like that. If you have the choice. Yeah, there is. That's lovely, actually. Mm. In fact, I realised now, and I'd forgotten this, that um, my partner, Kath, used to work at Channel 4. I mean, Mm. when I first met her, I think. No, not when I first met her, but shortly after. And... um, in fact, when I first met her, she was working for my management agency, and I mm. think we um, we weren't supposed okay. to fraternise. Okay. Anyway, so um, I've still got her security card with a picture on, which is in my wallet all the time. Oh, that's rather cute. It is. Um, mm. Less cute. Uh, where, <laughs> where is Noel Edmonds? If you ever you want my attention, always begin the topic with less cute. And I'm thinking, oh, no, now we're in my area. Okay. Where is Noel Edmonds? Oh, yes, I remember that. I don't think that was a deliberate texting, but I think we were talking about it. Mm, can I just say the producer's dancing in the, in the corner. She's swaying rather dramatically. Okay. She's got a silent disco going on. Um, where is Noel Edmonds? We wanted to know the answer. Chris mm-hmm. has told us he's located Edmonds. Morning, Frank and team. <laughs> is he a private detective, Chris? <laughs> Noel Edmonds is now living in New Zealand. Is he? And has set up a radio station for plants. <laughs> wow. I don't think that's a joke, because, you know, he was talking about one for dogs, I believe. Was or... he? I think so. Yeah. Do you remember that, Al? Yeah, I think he's uh, he's mainly specialising in non-human radio yeah. ideas. Aren't we all dear? I think the good thing about that is it's quite there's quite a lot of uh, space to be filled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a well-ploughed field, is it, um, no. non-human radio? People do That's talk a... to plants. So it's the idea you have the radio at the side of your... Um, Plants and and they they listen I think to so, it. Yeah, yeah. I was only talking about this on Absolute Crockery the other day. <laughs> um, it's a station mainly for uh, for plates to China, listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is um, really something. Mm. It is. Um, <laughs> Really something. No, it is though. Rock. <laughs> Let me get this right one more time. Noel yep. Edmonds is living in New Zealand where he runs a radio station for plants. Yeah. Maybe it's plants like the people that David Copperfield gets up to cut in half. <laughs> and it, and it, could, it, could it be that? So you talk about, you know, it, 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 there's little features about staying incognito whilst being in the audience and not yeah. going backstage in case you're spotted and... Yeah. And stuff like that. I think that could be. Have you met Edmonds, by the way? Oh yes, I, I have. Thought you would have. I have as well. Well, as as you know, I saw him walking across my car park one morning when he was staying on a front. Well, I sofa, do remember. All dressed in black, like the uh, that milk train man. Was it Steve Jobs? Brilliant. With uh, with a holdall. 
Yeah, it could wow. be burglaring. Come, in, come to think of it, I don't think I think we'd, I think we'd have heard. <laughs> Did he have black and white stripes on? I think he was. He stole some horticultural headphones from uh, a local botanist who lived in there. Conversation pieces, Noah Zander Barnes. I have a bottle of Manchester United whiskey signed by Alex Ferguson. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. He did well to sneak that past him. <laughs> <laughs> also, 711. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Al. I believe that actor Steven Seagal was a deputy sheriff for a while in the US. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were allowed to have the sort of man bon. He's got a big th- old widow's peak, that one. He has. I think, he got a, um, one. I think he got a special exemption for the man bun based on uh, his skills. <laughs> he probably had one of those uh, foreign legion, you know, those pieces of material that come out the back of the cap. <laughs> he probably had one of those. Oh, I love those. The, stop, stop getting your neck sunburnt, those things. They were really caught on there. You don't see many baseball no. caps made with the... Um, the neck it's like cover. Davy Crockett vibe, no. wasn't it? Oh, Davy Crockett was the. No, but he uh, had the flaps, didn't he? No, he oh. did. He did. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, did he? Not? He had a he, he had did. a raccoon skin. I cap. thought it had yeah. to send. No, it had flaps. the tail. I apologise. I don't know if you know this, Emily, but um, Frank has an MA in uh, hats throughout <laughs> history. No. <laughs> But I am uh, I am a big fan of the Wild West, as yes, it used you to are. be called. I'll give you that. Uh, Davy Crockett was famous for for that. Okay. Um, okay. Hat. I think and you're thinking of Elmer Fudd. Oh, you are. Yeah. You are. Somewhat you are less cute. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, less cute than Davy Crockett. Less cute less than Noel <laughs> Edmonds. Apparently, less cute is the way to get your interest. Mm. Um, oh yeah. One of your uh, one of your previous textings that you just chucked out there and um, surprised us all with uh, how big a deal it was was um, where's the weirdest place you found a slug? <laughs> so you've got quite a lot of um, you've got quite a lot of found slugs missives that I'd like to bring to your attention. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of my favourites, brief. Uh, inside a recorder after three blind mice wasn't sounding like itself. Oh, <laughs> wow. Disgusting. You can imagine that changed the timbre, can't you? Yeah, operated as a sort of a organic mute. What about yeah. Al? <laughs> what about Carl Donaghy? Inside my canoeing helmet. Most unpleasant yeah. feeling as I was about to navigate a rapid. Oh, so he was actually wearing <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, you'd be worried Although that they, might be a leech or something as well, wouldn't you? Well, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't seem too perturbed because he added "lol" in caps, <laughs> in much the same way as uh, David Baddiel about your gravel joke. Yeah, yeah. lol. Ma- uh, Mike Backhouse. It's all okay. Yeah, I've just checked. My dad found one on my mum's scarf as we left a meal outdoors at a pub. He spotted it and whispered, "Distract your mother." As he heroically walloped it into a nearby hedge. Oh. Okay. I th- wouldn't it have been okay to say, Ingrid, you've got a... I'm, ge- I'm, ge- I'm guessing. Ingrid, you've got a slog on your scarf. Would she have... Uh... I don't think it would have been okay. I think, I think he, he was trying Maybe to be... Maybe she had a full tray of drinks. 
Yeah. It's interesting that that's the bit that you picked up on. I was thinking the word heroically was doing quite a lot of work there for just whacking a slug <laughs> off a you, skull. You, I wouldn't whack it off, would you? I mean, I don't know what, what they used to cling. You, you could be leaving, like, slug feet. Well, yeah, I don't know what off. they do in Sweden so, where you seem to have been... strangely based it by calling her Ingrid. <laughs> I think it's pretty established slugs don't have feet, though. That's one thing I do know well, about. Do we? They might have minuscule. Oh, don't ah! know. Do you remember when we found out uh, bed bugs had beaks? That was one of the most disgusting <laughs> things. Oh, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. That would be like if we found out slugs. Imagine if slugs had hands. Oh. Slug feet oh. on my scarf. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be very handsy, actually, I think. Slug feet on my scarf. <laughs> An LOL based laugh. Ooh, anyway, we've got to end there. Strangest ending we've ever had. Yes. Um, uh, Ross Buchanan is, um, is up next. He usually precedes me, doesn't he, Ross? I, mm. I seems, as Richard III said, I go before my horse to market. <laughs> Uh, listen to Ross. Um, thank you so much for listening to us this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. <laughs> Emily's actually choking. Get out.